you are a grown human being. But just look at yourself. Look what you've become. You're addicted. It started when you were young, just a little bit here and there. And over time, you can't get enough of video games. Welcome to One More Game. They keep making them, and we keep playing them. And everyone around us will keep nagging. Boy, you guys sure do complain a lot. If it's video game news, reviews, and commentary, we're talking about it. So when your life doesn't allow you to spend time playing games, we've got you covered. This is the One More Game Podcast. And now your hosts, The Stroke and Swift Mita. All right, one more gamers. Welcome to One More Game Podcast, episode 15. Today is 12 June 2022. I am The Stroke, your host with my co-host here and good friend Swift. How's it going, man? Good, buddy. Uh, a little bit tired. I know I say this like feels like every week, but we do so much traveling and just got back from New York this morning. Um, happy to be home, but it's been a long weekend. We had a wedding on Friday and just hanging out with all Shannon's friends from New York. So bit of a long weekend, but happy to be back. Nice. Yeah, you uh, you're across the country. You went from San Diego to New York in a matter of weeks so, or yeah. a week and a half. Yeah, I know. It's crazy. Yeah, just that pilot life. Uh, well, it's good to be back, man. Uh, I had a relatively slow week. Um, yeah, nothing really big to speak of. I do have something funny to talk about with you. So, yeah, kind of gaming and life had a funny incident today where we were at we were at a restaurant trying to get some food, and the kids hadn't had a nap and we were waiting for the food to come and it was kind of taking a little bit long. So in those situations, we turned to Pokemon go to like keep the kids slightly reined in before they just lose it. Yeah. And, uh, Amelia got to this point where she ran out of pokeballs on Jen's phone and Amelia's two and like almost three. And so the, the moment that she learned that, uh, she ran out of pokeballs looked like this. So <laughs> there you have her. She's just not happy about this. She has to, you know, interact with us now because she's got no more Pokeballs to throw and, and catch. So the surprising thing is she's relatively accurate, like better than me almost. Nice. Uh, but there it is. That's, uh, that's the look that she inherited from her mother. That's... <laughs> That's the, uh, yeah, it's time to get off games tonight. Look. Yeah. Um, I don't know how Pokemon, I, I played Pokemon Go like right when it came out when we were in Korea, I think. Um, but I don't really know how it works these days or if it's changed. Do you, like, how do you get more Pokeballs or do you just have to wait a certain amount of time and they replenish? So the way it works is you have to go to Pokestops and spin these little things and you'll get like three or four of them. Um, oh, okay. And then, like, you, when you complete missions and stuff, you'll get big chunks of them. Uh, but, it. you know, the the business model of that game is that they want you to run out. They want to make you feel like they give you enough to not be, you know, exploiting you, but they want you to buy them, right, with, with real money. Yeah, sure. Um, but, you know, that's not 
something we're going to do. So yeah, sometimes you just got to wait it out until you can, and you can only spin the Pokestops every so often. They go purple when they're on a timer and you can't spin them to get the balls. Oh, okay. So yeah, if you're not in a place with like a million Pokestops, you're going to run out and, uh, you know, use them wisely. Sorry, Amelia. The way, the way the kids work, like they try to catch every Pokemon that they see, right? So the yeah, ball, sure. you're just wasting. Cool. Well, moving on, man. If you, uh, if you guys are here joining us in the chat, welcome. And thank you, as always, for the support. We love having our One More Gamers here to talk video games, uh, news, and we got a lot for you today. So we'll get right into it if you're, uh, if you're ready. So you ready, Swift? I'm ready. Oh, yeah. All right. Let's, let's get into the news for the week. All right, so real quick before we get into the the meaty, the big meat and potatoes, I just wanted to talk about how stoked I am for this, but Last of Us on, you know, that great PlayStation game. Yeah. There was an announcement that just came out that kind of a remastered version of it is coming out on PlayStation 5. And at the okay. very end, there was a little thing on the very bottom that said, also in development for PC, which means The Last of Us Part 1, this like award-winning game is going to be available for non-playstation players i don't know when but that's all that's all i can give you but did you ever play those i know you had the the ps4 um no i never i never played the last of us yeah i'm looking forward to that that game looks awesome i it's a zombie game i'm assuming but i really don't know i i've tried to stay away from learning about it any spoilers yeah so i'm not sure i'm sure uh pickle matt is gonna tell us because lou is a remake apparently last of us is a remake apparently just get a playstation guys the exclusives are fire <laughs> no they keep coming to pc so i don't need one yeah, i mean right. god of war horizon zero dawn oh it's a zombie game okay yeah i figured Cool, man. So that's the first piece of news. And then let's just get into it. So today was the Xbox Bethesda 2022 press conference. Um, kind of what that means is with all the E3 going away and all the big video game events, all these companies are just having their own like announcement shows. And so today we had the big fat Microsoft dump of video games on us. So and Let's it just, was fat. Yeah. There are so many. <laughs> I don't know if you count. I think there's like, it was a 90 minute show and it's like, God, there must be 25 games here. So we're going to try to rattle through them uh, to give you guys, keep you up to date on what's going on here. Yeah. Cool. All right. You ready, man? Oh, yeah. Let's, let's just uh, strap in for uh, Air Force football, as they say. <laughs> All right, so first one on the docket is called Starfield. If you've been following this game, I'm going to try to get the uh, the browser set up here as it always needs a reboot whenever we start the show again. So Starfield has been kind of in development for a long, long time. And this game is massive. Like, huge. On, I'm talking like scope and scale, so we'll just yeah. kind of we'll kind of get into some of what we're looking at here. So think kind of like Destiny meets No Man's Sky meets uh, 
I don't even know. It's like a first person shooter, but you're also like Mass Effect, a lot of Mass Effect type drama going on with the characters. And it looks insanely good, uh, like graphics wise, ray tracing, like the whole nine yards. Um, and it's got crazy character customization and space travel and the scale of this game is supposed to be one that uh, is unparalleled by any other game. Have you have you looked much into this bad Johnny? So I, I hadn't heard about it until today when uh, we were looking at the just the games themselves um, or the announcements I guess is a better way to put it but um, like you said it looks it looks massive it looks to me I don't know the graphics kind of like bug me in a weird way because it doesn't really look at, I don't know as good as some of the other games that are already out right um, a little bit more cartoonish with the features and everything you know not necessarily full realism uh, not complaining I'm sure it's going to be awesome I'll probably end up getting it because I love a, a good open world and story the other cool thing i saw is i mean you saw on the clip there a, a minute ago you can build like basically build your own spaceships and customize them uh, to travel through you know the galaxies and new worlds and stuff so it looks it looks really cool yeah i'm interested just... to see how it goes at release uh if it's going to be you know another cyberpunk or what yeah Typically, it seems like these games that are in development for a long time and keep getting delayed, it seems like those are the ones that are having a lot of problems on release. Yeah. So this game was first announced, I think, in 2018, and it's been delayed like multiple times. They haven't really shown much until today about it. Like, this is the first time we've seen more than like eight seconds worth of trailer. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I kind of see what you're getting at with the graphic fidelity, like there's somewhere in between realism and kind of cartoonish. So it's yeah. kind of weird. But yeah, I mean, if you're into space exploration games and just like a huge open world, this is like open universe. Like the space travel stuff looks insane to me. Like that looks straight up what I would imagine a dogfight in space would look like but yeah i mean it's it has some really really high potential in my yeah. in my mind but i agree this could be one of those big massive letdown games but we'll see yeah hopefully not cool so first half of 2023 is what they're saying for that bad boy all right let's see what we got going on did you play Hollow Knight? I know you saw me playing Hollow Knight. No, I okay. never did. I saw I saw you play on the plane that one time and vowed never to play. Yeah, I loved it. I loved Hollow Knight, and there's a sequel coming out called Silk Song, a uh, whole new character, but same kind of universe. That uh, that's gonna be coming to Game Pass, which is super cool. I'm excited, and and I can get that working on the Steam Deck too. So, you know, I'll be yeah probably breaking my Steam Deck in half in this damn game, but. <laughs> yeah seriously i uh it's it's so cool and i think a trend for all the things so you know we probably won't hit all of them but we can probably post the uh link to this uh website that we're looking at on instagram and twitter or whatever but um just because there's so many like we'd be here all night yeah, um, yeah but uh i think it's really cool and i think that 
throughout the announcements, the trend is like a lot of them are going to be available on Game Pass. Oh, yeah, this is this is Microsoft's bread and butter now. Like they want everything on Game Pass. That's their business model right now is a subscription to all this Netflix of games. Like, that's that's their deal. It's very cool. It's starting to become more and more like. Idiotic not to have Game Pass because you can play it on your computer, you can play all the and we'll we'll get into more of it because you're going to get a bunch of free stuff that they announced. But. Cool. We'll skip Redfall because that's a scary game. <laughs> yeah, I watched the trailer. Oh my goodness. Yeah. I, when no, I was thank you. when I was watching that trailer, I was like, "Oh, Swift is gonna not even." <laughs> it, it it looked terrifying. Yeah. When they when they were up in that attic. Ugh. Yep. Yeah, we'll skip that one. Yeah, P- Pickle Matt was describing when we were talking about um, uh, what is it? Starfield. It's called Uncanny Valley, where the graphics are like real but they they look extremely real but everything is like looked you look up close it's not quite natural so like it looks really good but it looks unnatural uncanny valley have you seen the new uh chippendale movie on uh, on disney plus no (laughs) you should watch it because it's made for adults Um, okay they're, they have this whole section about talking about Uncanny Valley and uh, Seth, uh, Seth Rogen, is that his name? Funny guy yeah. uh, from Pineapple Express. He, yep. voices, he voices one of the Uncanny Valley characters, and it's so funny how they describe it. Like He's like dead behind the eyes, but he looks super realistic. Oh, God. Uh, yeah, cool. That's what we're talking about. All right, so there's another Forza game coming out, Forza Motorsport, next spring. And then if you played Forza Horizon 5, which was really good, uh, there's a Hot Wheels uh, expansion coming out, which has got to be awesome. Let's just, it looks so cool. Let's, let's run through this trailer because not only does it look amazing like that game does, but your Hot Wheels up close and personal, like no shot. I don't get this for my kid. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Slash me. Dude. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely going to buy this. Like, this is what your imagination was doing when you were seven years old building Hot Wheels, right? You were going down mountains and up volcanoes and... Yeah. And your parents were like, get this, these stupid orange tracks out of the kitchen. Yeah, why, why is our <laughs> living room just Hot Wheels? <laughs> um, I, I think it looks really cool. Obviously, like, it's a, it's a very awesome concept. I think it also looks cool because of the fact that if you watch towards the very end they all arrive like at the finish line together yeah but it's all from different tracks oh cool so it's like you have different ways that you can go about the race so i don't know it it seems really interesting and uh such a cool idea to me yeah that looks awesome and uh gonna be on game pass so yeah yeah uh let's see we'll skip that naraka game detective game all right i know uh easy and in our bonsai discord so uh if you're looking for a group of homies guys and gals to play video games with this is our chance to plug our bonsai gaming discord you can search that uh in the discord search and just request an invite and we'd be glad to have you where there's always someone on playing something uh and uh yeah to commemorate Bonsai Gaming, 
we have a new member of the podcast. If you take a look in my background, there's a bonsai tree over there uh, in between Mercy and my ghost. So Nice. Perfect. Cool. Happy to have you guys. If you want to, uh, if you want to hang out in the Discord, cool. Pickle Matt says he's gonna play the crap out of Hot Wheels. Yep, I'll I'll yeah. be there right right there with you. I mean, dude, I kind of. I, I bet you can probably make a party and race against each other on. Oh, for sure. I'm, I'm sure they'll have that. Yeah, I've played a little bit of Forza Horizon uh, Five, and the way it's cool because even when you're friends with someone, even when they're not online, they're their ghosts of their cars are racing. Oh, okay. Like all over the map. So like, I can't remember. I was, I was driving along. I think I ran into shifts car on that game, like racing through the streets of Mexico. Like no, no kidding. Yeah. So it's kind of cool. It is cool. Uh, cool. Grounded. So before we got sidetracked, uh, grounded is a game where you're think, honey, I shrunk the kids. But uh, now you're surviving like Valheim in the backyard, getting food, building shelters, surviving fighting the back- ants. fighting ants, fighting the. I mean, it gets real crazy more than you would expect. But Easy said he played this game a little bit when it was in uh, kind of like early access. Yeah. So the, the full release trailer was announced and. Uh, this game looks like it might be worth at least giving a shot, especially since it's on Game Pass. Yeah, I mean, it looks cool visually. Yeah, it looks awesome. Cool, full game available September 22nd. Moving on. We'll skip the Persona series because... Uh, uh, there's another Plague Tale coming out. If you've played those games, they announced another one and it looks much the same as uh, before. Flintlock, little action game, horror game. <laughs> this is cool. We won't watch it, but uh, the Pelican in Halo Infinite is coming to Microsoft Flight Simulator. Oh, nice. So, <laughs> is it really? That's funny. Yeah. Once you're done uh, flying your, you know, stars out of Phoenix International, you can uh, go pick up a, a Pelican and yeah, drop Perfect. down in the in the hills of Colorado. Nice. Cool. Overwatch 2 release date revealed for uh, early access begins October 4th. So if you're looking to play Overwatch 1.5 slash 2, there you go. That's your date. I, I still have high hopes for it. Yeah, I think it'll, it'll I be think fun. I think the co-op like campaign could, they could, be, it could be so cool. I mean, just think about how long of legs this game, the original, has had. Like, people still love that game, right? Play oh, yeah. it all the time. For sure. Uh, so, I'm sure this will be fine. Yeah. Uh, but we'll see. Yep. Yep. There's an Elder Scrolls Online expansion coming. Think uh, the High Isle. Think uh, Pirates. That's coming out June 21st, 2022. Did you ever get into play any of elder scrolls online it's free to play no, I, I didn't uh it's it's pretty good i just i couldn't i just couldn't stay with a mmo after wow yeah um, but 
honestly, it's pretty good. It's very more, very much more story focused than WoW is. Okay. Um, like it's kind of weird. You'll you'll be doing a side quest. You know how in uh, Skyrim when you you go on a quest and uh, suddenly that quest you think it's just a little mini quest and then suddenly that quest leads to a giant dungeon and then three hours later you finally finished what you thought was going to be a a five minute expedition. Yep, a simple this, side quest. This MMO is full of that. Like that's all it is. Okay. There's there's no like half ass quests. Like they're all Skyrim style quests. Yeah. Which is cool. Cool. Fallout 76 is getting a Pittsburgh expansion. Honestly, I don't care. I don't like that game at all. Yeah. Sea of Thieves, new season. I know we all had high like wanting to play this game together and we did a few times and then we just kind of like dropped off but yeah it's cool though i don't know if you watched it um i did again we'll we'll have to post the link to this page or whatever on twitter but um it's cool they like you know no kidding wrote a song to announce the release of season seven it's catchy and oh cool they're they're uh i think doing their best to get either get people interested who haven't been and then also obviously keep the you know the folks that are playing already right yeah i think they're doing that game seems to just continuously grow so yeah i don't know it's hard to play by yourself i will say it's yeah it's not when you i mean there's a minimum of three separate you know positions on the ship Right. So you have to do all right. that plus defend yourself plus attack if you want. I mean, it's it is a lot to do by yourself. Yeah, not happening for me. Uh, cool. This is weird because uh, this is really the first like Blizzard announcement that's been made since Microsoft has kind of taken the reins, if that's even a thing yet. But so now they're kind of like using this showcase to showcase their big Diablo Four. Yeah. Um so it'll be cross-play enabled with PC, Xbox and PlayStation. Sorry, Switch not happening for you guys. There's a Necromancer class and they kind of just showed some some gameplay a little bit more than they have in the past. Um uh, Yeah, so it didn't really say like much about when it's coming out or anything. They just showed more. But it definitely looks a lot darker than three or two i think yeah and i think if you listen to the video they mentioned that that was that was kind of their intent oh really yeah 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 for to sure. me i don't know it, it looks like another diablo game right yeah it looks better than three um i know people still play two and three all the time um so i don't know well we'll uh, have to get the scoop i'm sure well you'll probably buy it yeah it looks i know i know easy and tyler probably will i will say it looks less fluid than three like it looks like they're kind of like the battles are a little bit more i don't know heavy hitting and you can't just kind of blast your way through everything but maybe that's just what they're showing yeah maybe cool so if you're excited about that i I feel like there's a lot riding on this being good because blizzard has been just screwing up but it does look pretty cool yeah like that big monster 
just spewing gold everywhere. <laughs> cool beans. All right. There is a game, eh, kind of like a, a robot farming game coming out called Frontier. Lightyear Frontier, sorry. Did you watch the trailer for that? I did not. I, I did. Yeah, it looks, it looks like what you'd think if you said a robot farming game. It's kind of a first-person... Yeah, uh, you're you're in the robot and you have to harvest trees and, you know, plant yeah. shrubs and. It looks it looks peaceful. Yeah, exactly. There you go. Cool beans. All right. Cocoon. Did you play uh, ever play Limbo or uh, I think it was called Inside? I don't they think were, so. They were indie like uh, platformers. This is from that studio, and it's like the most indie studio I can think of. They just make like the games are they're almost like purposely super unique. Yeah. Uh, this game looks strange, but kind of cool. It looks yeah, it looks it looks interesting for sure. They're top down, so this is the first time they've released a top down game. They've always been 2D platformers. So this could be interesting. It kind of reminds me of um, that game that I was playing a lot uh, on the backbone. Tunic. Kind of looks like yeah, yeah. same kind of graphics, but there's some trippy stuff going on with those uh, balls, for lack of a better term. Yeah. Yeah, like... It looks, it looks cool, though. Like, a little bit of a puzzle. You know, you yeah. gotta figure out what what to do when. Yeah, so uh, that comes out, what, 2023 release? That's all they said. Last case of Benedict Fox. Is this a horror game? I didn't watch this one. <laughs> looks like a... Nah, maybe. It looks kind of like a 2D platformer with a gothic, like, uh, Edgar Allan Poe feel. Yeah. The horror, but not quite jump out scare you horror right that might be kind of cool i like games like that yeah we're looking at no real release date on that one ravenloft yeah, just, just says next year this game i thought looked really cool like i really like indie games because of the environments and just concepts that you can see people dream up and this is like the perfect example. Like, this is like Alice in Wonderland meets Stranger Things meets Elden Ring. <laughs> yeah, it uh, it looks very cool. Like you said, it's it is uh, fun to I guess get inside the mind of the developers as far as the terrain and scenery and all that stuff. Yeah, it looks pretty cool. I might try this one out, especially if it's on Game Pass. But it comes out next yeah. year. Cool. Uh, let's see. We'll skip that guy. That one looks kind of lame. If you're a big comic book fan, I'll just show this one really quick. I thought it looked pretty neat, but it's a shooter with a like comic book feel. Uh, that one might be kind of cool to check out. That one's called Gunfire Reborn. PC and Xbox in October. Game Pass as well. Game All Pass right. is crushing it. Yeah, look at this Game Pass announcement. If you're a big League of Legends player or Valorant even, anything from Riot, if you're a Game Pass subscriber, 
they basically gave you a bunch of stuff uh for free just by being game pass so i don't know how they made this they make these deals but i don't know if playstation can keep up with this stuff so if you play league of legends and you're a game pass subscriber you get all the champions unlocked all of them that's yeah. crazy same Wild. with valorant all yeah same with unlocked. valorant so that's really cool and, and just is. another reason to jump on board that train yeah dude i'm kind of excited for this one as a ricky rick and morty fan but did you watch this i did it looks hilarious yeah, this is a sh- first-person shooter from the creators of Rick and Morty, and the guns are alive, and they talk to you, and some of the voices... Basically like fish. Yeah. It's so weird. And they're even voiced by, you know, Morty and, and Rick, so... Yeah. This... It, this... I gotta try this. This has gotta be fun. <laughs> like, what a strange concept. I never even thought of like you're talking to your gun yeah and he's just saying it's like (laughs) it's so so funny yeah it's got that same humor and charm from the show and uh yeah i'm not sure i think they said october for xbox and pc and on game pass so there you go gotta get your game pass ladies and gents yeah this is uh, we're not sponsored by microsoft but uh (laughs) get after it if you are still playing minecraft to this day there's a new adventure coming out for you it's basically minecraft with a action adventure spin where it has a story and uh action strategy and it comes out next year on uh xbox and pc but yeah same same concepts looks about the same but now you're kind of uh following along in an action strategy story game i don't know you, i don't think you ever spent much time in minecraft did you i did not no yeah. to be honest i was and like you know not trying to offend anybody that plays it i know a lot of people that play it i just always thought it was no kidding just like a kid's game because there yeah. was nothing really to do it was just like build and you know whatever but yeah, uh, I know there is a big following of it to this day. Yep, and then lastly, Arc 2, which is a dinosaur survival game, if you will, now has Vin Diesel in it, riding a, a T-Rex or what, whatever. You, and uh, that game comes out in 2023 on Game Pass. I know some people who play this game, Arc, and it looks really cool, and if you like dinosaurs, I mean, what this is the best your best option for dinosaurs. Yeah. There you have it, folks. Fast and Furious Microsoft Bethesda conference at uh, on One More Game podcast. What do you think? You ex- I'm excited for a lot of those games, which is kind of cool. I am too. Um, yeah, some of them less excited for because they're <laughs> creepy. Um, but it seems like they got you know a lot of stuff going on and they're just going to continue pumping out games and hopefully they'll they'll all live up to the expectation and be good to go from day one yeah Um, because they're obviously very busy over there at microsoft with many different um i guess creators for lack of a better word yeah 
Cool. Well, there you have it, folks. That was a lot to talk about. And uh, that doesn't even include our games radar. So if we're going to move into our games radar for the week. All right. Uh, let's see. We'll move right into the second one here because we already talked about the first. So Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Shredder's Revenge. Think uh, modern day Ninja Turtles arcade beat em up game like we all grew up on in the arcades. Um, let's go back to the browser. That comes out on 16 June. And that's not it. But yeah, that's going to be on everything. So, I mean, what what's not to like? Another Ninja Turtles game in the modern era? Yeah. Uh, this game I've got up here for you. Starship Troopers. If you, if you ever thought that you didn't need a Starship Troopers top-down strategy game, you're wrong. Because <laughs> this game looks super cool. Uh, and that was like one of the first like adult-type movies I ever saw as a kid. Yeah, for sure. Uh, that comes out 16 June as well, only on PC. So we'll, mm. we'll spin through a few of these. But uh, I mean, I've got good fond memories of that movie. Yeah. Are you kidding? I remember watching it when I was, you know, a kid and loving it. Yeah. Now, I mean, it didn't really age all that well. It's kind of like, but whatever. Yeah. But. But as a kid, it was awesome. The plot's pretty corny, but... Uh, yeah. Yeah. Cool. That comes out relatively soon, and that's about all we got for you for this week. Uh, anything coming up on the, the Swift Mida radar, life-wise? You need a break. Life-wise? Yeah, dude. I'm, I'm just happy to be home. Yeah. I'm, fly, I'm supposed to fly twice this week. I'm excited to have kind of a chill-ish week. Uh, yeah, get back into the, the swing of things. Cool, cool. Yeah, same for me. I'm I'm kind of uh, going back to work, doing a lot of appointments for this uh, in therapy stuff, and just kind of hanging out. So I think the yeah. beard's the beard's gonna be gone. But yeah, I know. I gotta gotta shave my little little stubble too here <laughs> in the you know yeah. tomorrow morning. I hate to see it. Yeah. All right, man. Let's move on to the major topic for the week. All right, dude. This week we are talking controller versus mouse and keyboard. The age-old rivalry, at least since keyboards, uh, which came first, controller or keyboard? <laughs> oh that'd be uh, interesting chat find it find it someone find it because I'm kind of willing to bet it was some form of controller you think with like oh. old, old technology like keyboards weren't really needed when computers first came out that's true uh, we'll see yeah, Pickle Matt says Starship Troopers was the first R-rated movie he ever saw, and he joined the military for co-ed showers. <laughs> yeah, sadly disappointed. There was a lot more of the body parts you didn't want to see in the military showers than the ones you wanted to see. Yeah. 
Yeah, see it. Typewriters, yeah. funk cooler. Oh yeah, I guess typewriters. We typewriters had. predated. Okay. Keyboard wins. We'll move on. Case closed. <laughs> all right, just kidding. But uh, so we talked about this all week. This was kind of our our listener email as well. Our our Discord got in a huge, big uh, chat about mouse and keyboard versus controller and what controllers were the best and all that kind of stuff. So uh, I don't know what's your what's your journey been like over there. Uh, well, we talked about it initially when we were talking about you know growing up and first video games. So obviously, computer games were not really a thing when I first started gaming. I mean, they were right. a little bit, right? Age of Empires, but nothing crazy, right? Um, so I was always a controller guy, and I was a controller guy slash just used my Xbox to game uh, up until our deployment in 2019. And then I got a uh, the laptop that we all had uh, yeah, all yeah. downrange and haven't really looked back since. Now I just truly enjoy gaming on keyboard mouse. There are, uh, we'll talk about it a little bit, but just in general, there are specific type games that I will use my you know, PS4 controller for uh, versus playing on keyboard mouse. But typically, most of the games that I play these days our keyboard mouse. Yeah, I remember when you uh you tried to uh go back to controller when it seemed uh, like Warzone was like you're just getting wrecked by controller players. Yeah. And that didn't work out for you. And I was horrifying. <laughs> it was so bad I could not do anything. I don't know if this cat is trying to eat the bonsai tree or what. Yeah, I see. Can't be healthy. It's a new new toy to play with. You're listening to the One More Game podcast. They keep nagging, we keep playing. Now back to your hosts, The Stroke and Swift Mita. So Funkle Air brings up a cool point. There were text-based games before Pong. So Pong is kind of Atari, I guess, is where I consider like the first controller with the joystick and the one button. Yep. Uh, but there were people playing text-based adventure games on, on the old original Macs. So yeah, he's probably got a good point there. But that wasn't yeah. really mainstream. That was very niche. Uh, but we're arguing semantics, I guess. All right, so... That's Swift's story. My story, v- relatively similar, right? I, I grew up on controller. Uh, and then once I got into computer gaming, I uh, went mouse and keyboard. And kind of that's been my primary jam ever since. There are some very specific games where I, it's almost, I have to have a controller to play. Halo being one of them, Halo Infinite, like, I remember talking to you guys about it when that game first came out, and you're like, oh, yeah, mouse and keyboard all the way, precision. And and I was like, for some reason, I just associate Halo with controller, which makes sense, right? Yeah. And it just felt so much better, uh, probably because it's designed originally with that in mind. But Yeah. Uh, and then, yeah, that's, that's really the big one. I did play i do think fortnite feels a little bit better on controller 
I don't know if you've oh, tried really? it. Yeah. I haven't. Uh, you don't quite get the same precision, but you do get aim assist. But all the like UI stuff is much more fluid. Changing weapons and stuff just feels a little bit better sliding. Yeah. Aiming and jumping around. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> that game probably came out on PC first. I'm not quite sure on the history of that one, but. Yeah, I don't know. And I know like when we were in San Diego, you were you had your Steam Deck out and you were playing Apex on the yeah. Steam Deck, right? So no mouse and key there. What'd you think about that versus mouse and key? There's certain things in first person shooters in general that I feel like feel better on a controller because the stick isn't like we'll talk about it in a bit, but like you can move the stick slightly one way or all the way, you know what I mean? Like there's a, there's some room in there to give yourself it's analog is the right way of saying it. But, um, I thought apex like moving and aiming or not aiming, but moving and, um, I don't know, navigating the map felt a little bit better on the steam deck, like controller wise, but I could not aim worth a damn. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's my problem these days. I can't I can't zoom and aim because then I am pushing a different, you know, one of the joysticks an opposite way. And it's horrible. Yeah, I don't know. I'm thinking about my my young Halo days on Xbox. I'm like, how was I so precise? Like I could not miss a snipe. And now I'm just like, yeah, it's bad. Yeah. But I will say the Steam Deck and the Backbone especially have kind of started moving me a little bit back into controller land just because it's that's how I have to play those games. So I don't know. I'm kind of uh, we'll get into a, a little bit deeper conversation about it, but that's kind of where Stroken or uh, sorry, Swift and I live in the in the debate. But if you're yeah. in the chat or you're listening on the podcast you can go ahead and reach us on omg underscore podcast gg on twitter and instagram let us know what you favor what what are the real gamers play on mouse and keyboard or controller and uh we'll see we'll see who wins in the social media realm and we'll see that it's overwhelmingly mouse and keyboard <laughs> i think you're probably wrong i think probably <laughs> yeah you're <laughs> you're probably right uh, probably there's, wrong. there's much more console gamers but the cool thing is, I don't know if PS5 is this way, but you can plug a mouse and keyboard into uh, Xbox. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. So I'd be, I'd be curious to know like what percentage of Xbox players are running mouse and keyboard. But Yeah. Cool, man. All right, so let's talk about the controller. Here's one. Here's my favorite controller. It's the Microsoft Elite 2 controller, and it just feels real nice. Yeah, I got to uh, get me one of those. What are you? A, are you a Xbox controller or a PlayStation controller guy? Typically, I'm an Xbox controller guy. It just feels better. I don't know. My hands are not all that big, but the, you know, like what the, these guys, the yeah. PS4 controllers are just like a little bit too small in my hands. Um, yeah. Plus, I like the offset joysticks on Xbox controllers versus the inline on the PS4 controller. I don't know what the PS5 controller looks like. I don't have one of those, but um, I like yeah. to have a little bit more 
in my hands, so to speak, than the PS4 controller. <laughs> nice. Uh, yeah, I kind of agree. The PS4 kind of feels cramped a little bit, and um, I definitely am very used to the offset controller, which has yeah. been really strange on the Steam Deck. I talked a little bit about it in, in the review I posted on, on YouTube. Uh, but the the right thumbstick is like equally vertically high as the buttons so like i find myself being confused a lot as to where to move my thumb when i'm trying to frantically press a button and oh, i'm yeah. constantly hitting like the start button and stuff uh, but. Huh. cool what if i told you that uh xbox le- legitimately stole its design from another console its controller would you believe me an old Uh, console probably i don't know all right ready i'll show you the og if it loads to include the colors that they made their buttons the og dreamcast there it is oh yeah okay yeah, so you got the th- they didn't have a second thumbstick yet. That was before anyone kind of realized you needed that. But back in the it, days of Goldeneye, which yeah. is impossible because you don't have two thumbsticks. Yeah, for sure. And uh, Cormac says haptic feedback is is a game changer, though. Which I'm I'm actually very curious about that on the PS5 uh, controller. Uh, and I don't even know and, what that means. What is haptic feedback? It's like buttons can give you a sense of pressing them or like the controller will vibrate in very specific. Like when you when you do something on your iPhone and it kind of gives you that little tiny vibration when you click something or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The PS5 controller does that in all sorts of ways. Like um, Jimmy Savage in our Discord talks about like uh, in Ghost of Tsushima, when you pull your... Um, bowstring back the controller triggers start kind of like trembling as if you're having a hard time like holding it and the longer you hold it the harder it is they like push back against you so like it does stuff like that or yeah full trigger pull you get feedback when you're shooting a machine gun or you can tell which way the wind's blowing in certain games based on the way the controller's kind of giving you a little vibration interesting yeah crisis i'm i will definitely will uh Try it out sometime. Yeah. Cool. So Dreamcast, OG, Xbox, plagiarized the shit out of their controller. Yeah. Same button numbers and same colors. They just swapped up the which buttons were which color. But anyways. RIP Dreamcast. You were great. Nobody knew. Yeah. Cool. I, I, Pickle Matt brings up a good point. I could see that stuff getting kind of annoying at, after a while. Like, cool at first, haptic feedback-wise, and then like, okay, stop. I don't, I don't want that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm All interested right. to try it out. Should be, it so, sounds cool. All right, so that being said, sounds like uh, we're all pretty much convinced that the Xbox controllers are the best ones. Moving on uh all right so we got to talk about the elephant in the room when it comes to controller players especially in like cross play games aim assist 
Like, are you truly good at something if the computer is helping you aim? Yeah, I don't know. The problem, like, you know, there's obviously two, two sides to the argument. Because you're so much less precise with, a, you know, a joystick than you are with a mouse. So I feel like, yeah, they need the help. Because I know there's some, there's some, like, big-time streamers, pro players, that will not play Rainbow Six Siege because it does not have aim assist. Yeah. And they just it's, get, they just get murdered. It's not a contest when there's no aim assist. Like they have no, to. That. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, even even Halo has aim assist. They've it just has always had it, right? Because it's too hard to play a game like that where precision matters when you're moving this giant thumbstick. Right. Cool. So it's it's really starting to become an issue with you know crossplay games and pros and tournaments and how do you how do you really suss out kind of what's going on i re- i did remember seeing uh dr disrespect like fuming at aim assist players so he tried to switch to controller like you and he was just garbage yeah so, tim, tim the tatman did the same exact thing in the first game he was it was just horrible like, yeah even with some sort of aim assist because you got to get at least somewhat in the right area first for it to actually kick in right yeah so i i think it depends on how the game implements it the specific game that you're playing i think they're on a relatively like close ish field because obviously the like professional players are good with both like on yeah. either side um but yeah it does kind of get a little bit annoying that people can start like really figuring out how aim assist really works. Like you kind of showed me some videos on it, like dudes testing it and, and really kind of showing you how, when to take advantage of it and when it works really well for you. And then they kind of exploit that. Yeah. I don't really think that's what developers are intending. Right. So at that point it's kind of like exploiting or borderline cheating, but um, yeah. I don't know. I suck with controller when it comes to aiming at those games. So I don't know what if I must have aim assist off on all those games. Yeah, that's probably it. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I kind of agree with that. Controller takes more practice than keyboard, but keyboard has a higher ceiling. That kind of makes sense to me. Yeah. Yeah, because you can't just pick up a controller and be good suddenly, but you can kind of get some lucky shots with a with a mouse and keyboard because you can be so precise. Mm-hmm. Um, but there are certain games where, and we'll talk about it, that there's no contest between controller and mouse and keyboard. Yeah. All right. Well, I, we already talked about this, but certain moves do feel a lot better with uh, a controller because of the analog thing, right? Like I can move slightly. I can crouch and walk real slow and, and kind of finesse rather than just, you know that feeling when you're like, especially, you probably still remember this, when you first switched to mouse and keyboard and just feeling like assholes and elbows when you first tried to move, like WASD, oh. like you're... Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Even to this day, in games that are real intense, like, you kind of get, you only have four buttons to control your forward, back, left, and right, and there's, 
they're either on or off, right? So yeah, yeah. That's kind of what I was talking about with. Uh, I think that's why Halo feels so good on a controller because you're jumping around and aiming a lot and doing a bunch of weird moving. So yeah, I feel like I'll, yeah, pro- probably for a lot of people, just first-person shooters in general feel good on a controller versus mouse and key because because of the points you made because you're you know strafing side to side and you can do that at on a controller at a very slow pace or a quick pace whereas on keyboard you're kind of just well i'm going yeah yeah you know when you're you're aimed down sights right and you're kind of you're trying to fine-tune your shot on a controller you can use your strafe to like kind of gently nudge you one way or the other yep like to really refine that shot whereas on a keyboard (laughs) like like you said you're either going left or you're going right and and you're going full speed yep so that that kind of doesn't really help you but analog keyboard when's it happening can i have it (laughs) i don't know if i'm ready for that my finger would probably get carpal tunnel yeah It'd be so weird. Imagine trying to finesse your W key. <laughs> yeah. Uh, remind me of my high school self, you know what I mean? All right. Moving on. All right. I will say, though, on a controller, your actions that you can do are much more limited, right? So on a keyboard, I have this whole smorgasbord of buttons that I can you know, program to do whatever I want. Whereas this, I got a maximum of, I don't know, even on the controllers with paddles on the bottom, 15 different things that I can do. Right. And the keyboard, once you get into like, no kidding, the, all the settings and everything, you can even, you know, not only do you have Q, E, R, F, T, V, C, x and z but then you also have like shift those buttons and then control right. those buttons so, i mean it's almost limitless as far as key binds go because let's be honest most games you don't you don't need that many right there are some games that try to do that with controller where you hold down a certain button and then it gives you access to more actions but it's definitely not as fluid like just from my pinky being able to go to shift control and alt i now have that many more times options yeah cool all right that's the controller pro kind of pros and cons mouse and keyboard this is your your precision king right there's no there's no questioning that like you the best controller players will tell you that mouse and keyboard is more precise Mm -hmm. um to the point of like it's it's almost unfair when you're playing someone who has that much practice and precision like what i I stand no chance against people who spend all day every day on first person shooters and who are really good with mouse and keyboard no yeah yeah i i I love my mouse and key. Uh, mouse and keyboard but I'm still not you know it's still a work in progress as far as right combining the movement with the I mean there's people jumping around all like crazy <laughs> on Warzone and it's like 
bunny hopping around corners and shooting and I'm not there. So I think it's it does take a lot of practice. And of course, like we don't have the time to to spend all day yet. Yet doing doing it. <laughs> cool. Yeah, it's definitely more intense, too. Right. Like when I want to do what you just described on a like sliding around a corner and aiming, turning the corner and shooting and aiming while I'm crouch sliding. Like that's an intensive move on my keyboard. Like I'm pressing 17 different things. Whereas on the yeah. controller, it's just a very fluid movement around the corner. Yeah. Pitwab asks in the chat, Swift, are you playing God of War on key or key and mouse or controller? Um, so I was going to bring that up at the end here, but um, I'll just sit on it now. So I have said it numerous times now that I'm, I prefer mouse and keyboard these days. Um, but there are specific games like God of War, Elden Ring are two of like the main ones that I play these days that I use my controller for because there's not that many key binds. Um, yeah. You, know, you only have, you have a set, a certain set number of moves. Uh, plus I just think it feels a little bit better playing on controller versus mouse and key for yeah. those specific games. Yeah. And I, God of War, especially obviously designed for mouse and, or uh, for controller. So yeah. It just, it kind of feels fluid. Yeah. Did you try it at all on mouse and keyboard when you first started? I tried. I tried Elden Ring. Oh yeah, that's on right. mouse and keyboard, and I just could not. It just didn't fit my brain. Yeah. Uh, for that style of game, so I very quickly thereafter switched to controller, and I have only played on controller since for uh, God of War and Elden Ring. Yeah, for sure. It's like trying. Imagine trying to go play a Zelda game on mouse and keyboard. Like, oh, just, yeah. It does not compute. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Cool. Pitbob just brought up an interesting thing we can bring up about the pilot world. He just said $5 for me being late. What's he, what's he talking about, Swift? $5. That's steep. I don't know what your squadron <laughs> charges. We typically yeah. throw a dollar on the ground. Yeah. Um, but for us, yeah, for us in the pilot community, anytime you're late to a meeting or uh, academics or anything, and it could be through no fault of your own. You could have been double scheduled for something else. But if you show up in the middle of academics, then you have to throw a buck on the ground. Uh, and all that money goes to the weapons fund so they can buy, you know, markers for everybody and booze for the bar. And Beer. Yeah. Stuff. Let's, let's yeah. Let's be honest. Yeah. Cool. So, yeah, we'll expect that $5 uh, by check or money order, Pitwab, yeah, to... OMG podcast foundation. <laughs> cool. Well, we're glad to have you. And uh, we're moving on. We're talking mouse and keyboard versus controller. And I will say there are some games you literally cannot play with a controller. One, because it either doesn't work or I don't even know how you would do it. One being strategy, top down strategy games. Uh, yeah. Diablo has been able to make it work. Kind of. I haven't played it, but from what I've heard, it works pretty well. Um, but like a lot of those games were like clicking on a map a lot is involved. I don't know exactly how you do that on a, a controller, but yeah, that sounds like it just reminds me of obviously similar ish 
play style, but Heroes of the Storm playing on controller, I don't know how you would do that. Right. I did. I, I was going to bring this up because there's some things that have changed my mind about that. Um, so, like you just said, Heroes of the Storm, right? Top down kind of precision matters, right? With skill shots. Uh, you're kind of aiming abilities to very specific spots and you're moving the map simultaneously very starcraft-esque i mean it runs on starcraft 2 engine right so that game is mouse and keyboard yeah Um, but after playing the pokemon uh whatever it's called pokemon unite moba yeah it's controller even on mobile like has the controller stuff and then League of Legends Wild Rift as well, their mobile version. It works. Yeah. It works fine. Huh. Uh, there is some aim assist, though. Oh, really? Yeah. It's kind of weird. Like, sometimes you, it'll aim at something that you didn't quite intend it to, so. Uh, yeah. Uh, cool. One problem with mouse and keyboard, especially on PC, is it leaves games a lot more open to vulnerable to hacking, right? Because the tool you need to hack is a keyboard and it's connected to the game that you're playing. So uh, you definitely will find a lot more hackers, cheaters, exploiters on games where it's connected either to a PC or mouse and keyboard can be hooked up to it. Yeah. Um, uh, unless someone knows more about it, prove me wrong. I know Swift has been banned from Warzone for his hacking, so so dumb. <laughs> uh tell us about it. Yeah. I had what a point nine two KD. Um <laughs> went to Vegas with my laptop, logged in perfectly fine. And then and then next time I tried to log in. Just couldn't. My account had been banned. There's no appeal process. Hi, Liam and Amelia. Say, li- um, say like and subscribe. <laughs> <laughs> Love you guys. Um, yeah, I got my original account got banned from Warzone with less than a <laughs> 1.0 KD. Yeah, clearly a hacker. Clearly. Yeah, I agree. It's kind of a function of PCs itself, hacking-wise, uh, there in the chat, but I've, I still have seen it also on console with uh, games that enable mouse and keyboard. Yeah. Cool. I feel like these, I feel like these days there's probably a way to get yeah. hacks on whatever you need. I mean, at nowadays, consoles are computers, like, at their core. They have CPUs, GPUs, all that. Right. Wall hacks and still 0.9 KD. Yep. Yeah. Just what just was really bad at using them, I guess, but still got banned. No, you're just a good hacker. Because if you're if you're a bad hacker, you get caught. Oh wait, no, you did get caught. Oh wait, yep. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, if you work over at uh that company that banned my my good boy Swift Me Yeah. Go ahead I and even, uh I don't even want that account back. It's been too long. You had, did you have real money spent on that? Uh, yeah. Oh, no. They give all you the, no- All the battle passes, the skins, everything that I had bought 
for what like a year and a half all gone brutal yeah help him he's poor help me i'm poor cool man and then uh, lastly with mouse and keyboard is macros there's games like world of warcraft a lot of top-down strategy games even in some uh first-person shooter or action adventure games you can program macros so if you don't know what a macro is listeners or uh, viewers it's where you program a game to do any number of things by pressing a button or multiple buttons so you can you can tell your so in world of warcraft for example i can program a macro uh to i press the one key right and it runs a specific set of abilities in a row based on what i program it to do and uh that makes certain games on mouse and keyboard or certain games require mouse and keyboard because you'll never be competitive if you're not running macros that other people are running. How much, how much did you get into macro building in wow in your wow days? Oh, a lot. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of like if you want to be competitive on that game, you have to have some sort of macro setup because you just can't time perfectly all the, you know, the world cooldown plus, individual cooldowns and all you know it, it just gets to be too much without because there's i don't know you probably have 50 moves on wow you know yeah i mean so if you're doing each one by one button you're you got a lot of work to do yeah yeah so macros i'm sure there's games that allow you to do that on a controller but the customizability on a on a keyboard is uh it's it's way to way heavier in the favor of mouse and keyboard yeah the chat's going off making fun of you for spending money on uh, in-game purchases we've all done it if you're lying to yourself that you haven't just it's time to come clean reference our i think it was episode two or three where we talked about in-game purchases and how to protect yourself from you know being got too much by these game companies but you yeah. know you you know you saw that one really cool skin. You didn't tell anyone that you bought it. They probably asked you where'd you get it and you said I found it in a random loot box. <laughs> <laughs> I bought I'll I'll come out clean and say I bought a Destiny skin just the other day because it looks so cool. Nice. Uh yeah. It, I $100 on League of Legends at least. Yeah, that company is the king of that. That they give you a bunch of boo-boo skins to start with and then you can't look cool unless you have real dollar bills in there. So Unless you spend the money. Warzone's like that too, to be honest. It is, yeah. Yeah, you got like, do you want this gun that does nothing cool or do you want a gun that shoots laser tracers that turn people into pixels when they die? That's right. Yeah, sign me up. Gotta have it. Cool, but well, we've been down that road before and we won't go down it again. <laughs> all right so that's kind of uh our big discussion <laughs> and uh i i kind of just want to end it with this so do you think that the fact that you can play any number of games on mouse and keyboard with controller players is that good is it fair is it good for gaming like do you like where this is going do you think it's gonna have to be separated at some point what what do you think I hope it doesn't get separated. 
I think there are certain games where they maybe need to fine-tune the aim assist or whatever it happens to be because uh, it's somewhat overpowered compared to um, because of all the things we talk about on top of aim assist uh, with right. the controller. Uh, but I really like the fact that we can play with our bros who only have PS5s or Xbox. You know, it, it's nice to to have that. And I, I think it's um, it's just the gaming, you know, even some of the games we talked about earlier are all, uh, some of them are coming out cross-play enabled. Like, I think that's really cool and really good for the gaming scene. Uh, but, you know, there's always going to be that argument is aim assist overpowered it may or may not be yeah. I, don't, I don't know depending on what you're playing yeah i will say it drives me nuts i wish they would just get rid of kill cams because it drives me nuts when i am playing warzone and i see how i died and the dude like literally just snaps to my head like yeah like you know that was aim assist that helped him do that it's like okay or just get, hacks or hacks Oh, I forgot about this. We got to bring this up. So I do love, I, I agree with you. I think this is really good for gaming. I'm, I'm so glad that they finally did this. I know there was, I remember there was like this huge wall that we had to overcome when it was first a thing. I think Fortnite might've been the first to kind of really go after it, but controller players, get a microphone that doesn't sound like you're in a wind tunnel or something like <laughs> Why do I have to listen to you eating your microphone because you're on a controller? I don't get it. Or like, yeah, there, there's here's some, <laughs> Go ahead. There's some nice, nice mics out there. Headphones and mics out there. Don't just use the one out of the container that comes with the Xbox. It's not good. Not only that, but they'll do the thing where they, they're talking on their mic, but they're listening to the game they're playing on the TV at like... Oh, yeah level 35 and i can hear everything that's happening yeah, yeah that's that's very obnoxious so yeah fix your fix your stuff or you're out you're out of the the clan just kidding we love y'all cool man chat you guys have been nailing it i hope you guys finally figured out you know where you stand in this in this war but i think swift and i we're going to be at least slightly leaning towards mouse and keyboard. Swift a little bit more than me. The Steam Deck is kind of keeping me at least uh, somewhere in the middle. Uh, but uh, there you have it. One More Game podcast has solved the debate. <laughs> if you don't agree, you can reach out to us at omgpodcastgg at gmail.com. Tell us how dumb we are and what you think is better and what you could do better than us on this podcast. Or tell us what you like. Tell us what you uh, thought we are nailing or what you want to hear us talk about on a future episode. We'd love to uh, make that happen for you guys. This, this one was kind of not necessarily a direct uh, listener topic, but we kind of derived it from what was going on with some of our uh, homies in the Discord and listeners as well. Cool. And as I said before, reach us on OMG underscore podcast GG, Twitter and Instagram. Let us know. Controller, keyboard, mouse. Send us a picture of what your what your setup is, because uh, I know you guys got some good ones out there uh, with your gaming interfaces. All right. So if you ready to move on to what we played this week? 
Uh, yeah. Alrighty. Oh, okay. I did. I did uh, want to bring this up before we move on, because Pitwad makes a good point. What about VR? <laughs> yeah, VR with a keyboard and mouse is awkward. Uh, <laughs> I've tried it, and it's weird. You can't see, right? Uh, so I, I here's my prediction. In kind of what's holding back the gaming industry, I think, is that we and kind of technology in general is the mouse and keyboard. It's kind of starting to become, I I don't want to say archaic, but it needs, it needs an innovation that we haven't seen yet. So in the next 30 years or so, I think someone is going to invent like the next big way we interface with electronics. That's not a controller necessarily, but also not a keyboard that's going to involve, you know, our hands being kind of measured or recorded or whatever, kind of like, you know, Ready Player One with the gloves and whatnot. Yeah. I think within the next 30 years or so, we're going to, someone's going to invent the thing that just works and clicks and it's easy to figure out how to use and everyone, it's intuitive, much like the keyboard and mouse. But there was that at one point, like if you talk to our grandparents, like a keyboard and mouse, do you see the way they type? Even my dad types like this. One finger, letter, one <laughs> finger, letter, one finger, letter. Yeah. Uh, so at one point, that was even a hard piece of technology to kind of grasp. But what do you think? You think we're going to see something here soon before we hit the bucket? Yeah, I think so. I, th- yeah. I think we're very, and quickly is a relative word, but I think we're very quickly approaching that realm of being able to, no kidding, have on, uh, you know, like the haptic gloves and vest or whatever that makes you feel right all the things in the game yeah there's companies that have put out like very early iterations of that kind of stuff but uh i've tried to play certain games with in vr and we'll have a whole episode on vr but like first person shooters they don't have it yet like there's something off about the way they have all that working like you'd think it would be very intuitive like holding a gun and and bringing it up to your eyeball but it doesn't it doesn't work yet so someone's someone's uh gotta make that leap yeah valve did a really good job with their controller that came out on their headset but we'll get into that all that later but they have like finger tracking where you can close your fingers and flip people off if you want. That's all it really led to is everyone's flipping you off in every game that you play, but <laughs> uh, it, it could also sense like how hard you were holding something. So I could like grab a, a rock and if I just hold it, I'm holding it. And if I squeeze really hard, it will just crush like oh, assessed. It will smash. Um, mm-hmm. So there's some cool stuff going on, but pickle Matt says I should try a game called Pavlov. It's a first person shooter on VR. Uh, yeah, I've heard good things, but I think that might trigger some uh, bad things for me. So, which we've talked about before. <laughs> yeah, maybe not yet. Yeah, we'll give it a few years. Yeah. Cool. All right, man. That is our conversation on controllers and uh, mouse and keyboard. Let's move on to what we played this week. All right, dude. I'll go. I'll lead us off. I finally got into Destiny for the new season. I've been time traveling, I think, because I logged in there thinking I was maybe one week behind on the on the season. Uh, 
no i'm it's on week four now so i'm yeah. way way behind on my achievements and uh, i tried to get in there and, and start hacking away at those so i did get a, a decent amount of time there and i also got it work speaking of keyboard i also got it working on uh our upstairs xbox uh tv so i did play a little bit of that on the big surround sound tv with all the colored lights and stuff so that was a a cool immersive experience nice but you're right it is scary uh there's some scary you're in the like spaceship and you hear like the things crawling above you but you don't know what they are (laughs) yeah dude Uh, (laughs) i've literally played that and I sent out the message like two weeks ago when I tried it for the first time. I haven't been back. Granted, I haven't had a ton of time to get yeah. in recently. I haven't been home. Uh, I will I say those lugging my laptop around. But those first two seasonal quests that you probably were in, those are the like as scary as it gets. It 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 gets back to Destiny like after those missions. Oh, okay. It's not too crazy. Cool. I uh, also got into a little uh, Star Wars Skywalker saga with the kid upstairs. Nice. Game super fun. I think where are we at? We're on the. Uh, we just elected Senator Palpatine to the chan- Supreme Chancellorship or whatever. You know better than that. Yeah, I think I, I have a sneaking suspicion. I have a, I've got a bad feeling about this, but we'll see. Okay. Uh, cool. And that game just throws in a bunch of uh, humor, right? Like, it makes little nods to him being the evil emperor. Like, every time you see him in that game, like, he's like, hee hee hee. I mean, what? That's kind of funny. Uh, cool. They did get into Fortnite all by my lonesome. Uh, I got two solo wins with a crown royale victory. Nice. Uh, I don't know... I, I, I'll post the highlight here in the next few weeks on the, the OMG podcast uh, YouTube channel, which if you haven't checked that out, you should, because it's really awesome. And you can watch our uh, past uh, podcast there as well as we'll start uploading some some game highlights as we uh, as the squad plays together. But I had this one uh, solo victory where the final battle between me and the other dude, I, we knew it was one on one. It literally lasted like five minutes because we were, it was crazy, like hiding in bushes and getting our shields back up and no other game makes my heart race when I'm like about to win like that game does. I'm like, come on, come on. And I finally, I shot him and I like didn't know if I hit him, but it goes into that like slow motion, like you won screen. And I was like, (sighs) (sighs) but that's awesome. Yeah, fun times there, especially in the solo. Like, I get really, really hyped up in the solo. Uh, yeah. Time, Have you gotten into the building or steps? No, I'm, I'm not going to do the building, I don't think. Yeah, same. It's not fun. It's not enjoyable to me. But. Yeah. And it also, I don't want to spend the game, like, acquiring resources. And then, I, I, I just, not, not for me. Yeah. Not, not saying this sucks for everyone, but. It sucks for me. <laughs> yeah, I'm not a fan of it. I like the no build. I'm glad they brought that in. Yeah. I did not get a whole lot of really any time with the Steam Deck this week, but um, I'm going to be spending a lot more time with Jen kind of gaming this week. Uh, so I'll get some more time with God of War and Elden Ring on that bad boy. Nice. Cool, man. What about you? What'd you get into? 
Uh, so I again, I've been moving around, so I haven't gotten a ton of time to play. We got, I got back today. Uh, I was selling taste prior to starting. I've been up since like 3 a.m. my time because uh, we had to catch a flight early out of New York. Um, got a little bit of sleep on the plane, but it's never good sleep because I'm six foot four and bobblehead. The plane's <laughs> tiny. I hate um, falling asleep on planes. Yeah, I know. My neck's going to be screwed up for three days. Yeah. Um, but I did get into when I got back this morning. Uh, a few of the guys were on. We played some Heroes of the Storm. Uh, still having a great time with that game. Playing who's, ARAM. Who's your... Uh, who? If you could play one player every match, who would it be? Oh, I don't know, dude. There's so many good ones. My, my like, classic go-to is Li Ming. Yeah. Uh, but Kael'thas, Chromie, both mages as well. They're fun. I really yeah. have been enjoying Anubarak and oh, tanking. Oh, yeah. Nice. Um, so I'm starting to broaden my, uh, I guess, what I can at least play decently. Yeah, I had a game with, I forgot to mention that, I also played that a little bit. I had a game with Easy and uh, Crisis, I think. Yeah. With Kael'thas, I had 212,000 damage and we lost. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> what are we doing? Um, so I played that today. Other than that, I didn't really get a chance to play anything on the computer uh, this week because uh, I've been moving around. But uh, I did, because we talked about it last week, I think. I did download Super Mario Strikers. And? You know, the soccer game with yeah, yeah, yeah. bananas and everything. And it is awesome. <laughs> nice. It's so fun. I was hoping you say it, that. It's really it's kind of difficult to start. There's a there's like a lot of controls. Yeah, uh, which is con- surprising because you think on a switch, like how many buttons do you have really? But each one is a separate thing. Like even the you know the right trigger versus the right bumper, you know left same thing. Uh, so there are a lot of controls and a lot of things happening. It's very fast paced, uh, but it's it's fun. Yeah, it looks it looks good. Like it's, I might it's wild. Oh man, I don't want to get the Nintendo online to play with you. That sucks. Yeah. Right. Can you play multiplayer on the same Switch? I don't know. I haven't tried that, honestly. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. But yeah. Hi- highly recommend. It's it's a uh it's a good time. Was it just me, or did anyone else notice they had, like, six space games at the uh, Summer Gate Fest, but thank God Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge drops in four days, and it's six-player co-op? I didn't see oh, that. Six-player co-op. That's that sounds cool. awesome. That's really cool. I don't even know yeah. if, I have, if I have six controllers of any one console to round up. <laughs> right? Nice, dude. Mirage Leonardo, thanks for your first-time chat. Dude, welcome. Welcome to the chat. Welcome to yeah. your, your new family. Nice, dude. Anything else you got in? Did you, did you find unpacking? I have not uh, bought unpacking yet. Okay. I still think I might. We'll did, was it, did you look? I actually didn't check if it's on Switch. I just assumed it was. I did not check on the Switch. I know it's available on Steam. Okay. Yeah. So you got on the Steam Deck copy. Yeah. 
Oh, I know you did. Uh, you did win a pretty good chunk of change on a on a was it a parlay or what? What was that? Yeah, six uh, six pick parlay on the NBA Finals game game nice. four when I was in New York. Yeah, we were at a wedding. I no kidding placed the bet while we were in the church, which I yeah shame on me. Uh, but we were in the church listening to the priest speak, and I was like, well, I need to play some bets before I run out of time. And so I placed the bet and then, you know, had a great time at the wedding. Found out later on uh, when I checked my account that I had won, yeah, just, just north of $2,100 nice. on $100. It was a free bet, so it literally would have cost me nothing, but... So what you're out. saying is you had divine intervention on your your sports betting, and <laughs> from now on we should be at church when we make our bets. That's right. Yeah. All right. Copy. <laughs> uh, so New York, or I guess New York is not one of the states who you can't do that. I didn't know that. Nope. Yeah, I I didn't know it either. But I logged into the app. They made me verify my like address here for whatever reason but it went pretty seamlessly and able to make the pick and it worked nice, out dude. well oh, i can confirm unpacking is available on switch so maybe i'll check that out just for some some zen yeah uh mirage leonardo says i've been playing murdered soul suspect it's a pretty cool game you play as a ghost of a detective that got killed and you have to figure out how you died and stop the killer. That's kind of cool. This that sounds cool. Nice. Is that on? I wonder what that's on. We'll check that out. Maybe that we'll give you. Mirage. Where maybe, is it at? Yeah, do it, do it. All right, man. That's what we played for the week, and we will start to round it out. You want to go around the room? You got anything else for these guys? What, what's your, uh, your going away advice for the, the listeners today? What do you got? Um, let's see. Uh, buy a PC <laughs> and play on keyboard and mouse because it's nice. better. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> Here's my advice to you as a gamer and a dad. The Microsoft Elite Controller has paddles that can be removed. My advice to you, do not, do not let one-year-olds slash two-year-olds get a hold of this thing because these things end up in places that you don't want to deal with. A lot of, a lot of <laughs> mucus and, and danger. So yeah. keep those things away from children. And that's, that's what I'll leave you with. All right. That's cool, advice. guys. We were very, very much appreciative to have you guys here in the chat today and listeners at home joining us. We, uh, we're having a great time making this podcast for you. Slowly growing, and the best way you can help us out is if you like what you hear, uh, go on those podcast uh, sites, Apple, Spotify, whatever, and just leave us a review, even if it's just a, a five-star uh, little rating there and that really really helps us out with uh, discoverability or if you really like what you're what we got going on just leave us a little uh, comment and we'll uh we'll be happy to read those reviews and 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 respond so everything you guys are doing is is more than enough you owe us nothing and uh we're just happy to be growing this community with you guys 
uh, before we leave you, we'll uh, we'll leave you with the standard uh, social media shout out. So join us on Twitter and Instagram, OMG underscore podcast GG. Follow us. Send us your uh, your pictures of your your gaming setups, and we'd love to we'd love to comment on those. Myself, you can find me streaming from time to time at twitch.tv slash the stroke, as well as Swift over there at uh, twitch.tv slash Swiftmeda. You also find our episodes on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, at omgpodcast.podbean.com, or anywhere else you might find your podcasts. And with that, Swift and I will leave you with one final thought. Just because you have to grow up doesn't mean you have to stop playing. Game on, gamers, and we'll see you in the next episode of One More Game. Swift, see ya! See ya! You've been listening to the One More Game Podcast. Designed for adults who play video games. Adults who play video games who constantly get nagged about it. Nag, nag, nag. We hope you've enjoyed the show. We know we had a blast. Find the One More Game Podcast where you get your podcasts. Hit us up on Instagram at OMG Podcast GG and on Twitter at OMG underscore Podcast GG. Until next time, they'll keep nagging and we'll keep playing. See you next time on the One More Game Podcast.